Today we take on a topic that make uh, both Joyce and I wince and grimace uh, in terms of uh, a topic that probably doesn't excite many, but is absolutely important to an organization's success. What am I talking about? I'm talking about human resource policies. And Joyce and I kind of go through some of the gaps and mistakes that we've made in the past and what we've learned over time to ultimately have policies that excite, invigorate uh, employees and create the temporary guardrails for what kind of performance is expected, but more importantly, helps to brand the organization's culture in words. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey you! Is that you? Hey, hey you! Hey you! Hey, hey, hey you! Hey, I don't. I I think I remember you. Wasn't yeah. it weird? Wasn't it weird not meeting last week to do a podcast? Yes, it was. Yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit, but here we are, and hopefully yes. there there you are uh, listening to us. And we already debriefed our Fourth of July holiday weekends from very funny points of view. <laughs> which maybe will divulge at some point um, <clears throat> because they fit with an organization too. So I'm back and feeling practical, tactical. You know, I've got to get my mind in the place again. So I thought about having our talk be about policy. And then partly I said, no, 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 that's... Um, too tactical. Yeah. And also so many places aren't having any now, which is crazy because they actually do have some sort of principle or value or behavior that they will punish, which I would say that's a, a breach of a hidden policy. So anyhow, um, I view policy is what makes a culture hold steady and have its feet under it. It's not airy-fairy as everybody begins to think when you talk about culture. And so many people talk about culture at the 1,048 million level and don't get down to, can I work from home stuff? And policy right now is, I'm pro-policy people. I want it written in language people can understand, and I want, yes, I'm pro-policy. So let's, shall we jump into policy? I I, I love the topic uh, because I couldn't agree more with you. I, I, You know, if I think about the conversations that employees have with their company, um, reading a policy is a form of communication, uh, you know, and, and most people read it. Uh, at, as they come in the door. So it's one of the first impressions that people get or new employees get of the way that things go around here. And I just had an interesting conversation with a client who um, wanted to write her vision and her policy. And she went off in a corner and she wrote it and it was about 20 pages long and was thrilled with it because it even talked about no smoking, not even outside the door of the business. And it was very, very, very tactical. 
and she had hired someone new and given them the policy. And then later, two weeks later, had to fire the person for a breach of the policy. And the person hadn't read it because it was so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and hadn't been talked through the important, talked and walked through the important points. So two things in that is it has to be easy to read. Oh, absolutely. And, and, so, they, yeah, yeah. and, and so often it's anything but easy. Uh, not every particular policy uh, is written by an attorney, but there are many that the, the first draft or the boilerplate is through the lens of uh, an attorney and, and a legal perspective. Yeah, uh, it's covering your ass. Yeah, well, I like what you said. I was going to say protect the company, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so I'm going to give you a metaphor. And my wife and I, we're living on an island uh, for the, the last few weeks and the next few weeks. So there's a bridge that connects us to the mainland. And as you come uh, up to the bridge, there's a big flashing sign that says, do not walk on the dunes, okay? Do not park where you shouldn't. Don't go in the water if. Don't walk on the dunes. So it's like five don'ts. And, yeah. I, thought, and I thought to myself, welcome, welcome to, our, welcome to our island. Welcome to your relaxing vacation. And, <laughs> and so I, 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 I think about our conversation and so often, not only are our policies hard to understand, but they're they're put in such kind of don't do this and you know don't touch this and don't uh, you know and and I'm not saying you you have to have something that helps the culture and how things happen around here, but if it feels punitive and uh, you know parental, uh, I think that's a non-starter. Yeah, and I, I know I've I've also known people who have written quite creative or and what is it? It's the department store in Seattle, Nor Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. It's I Nordstrom's. I think that they had a very very maybe a twenty five word policy: make the yes. customer happy, don't break the law, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> And or a little more inspirational than that, but that's all they had. So you have that, and then you have the 14-pager I just spoke about. I asked, I volunteered as a VP of OD to be part of the policy committee, and they were shocked. Why would you? Well, <laughs> because this is where culture is put to the test. And by culture, I don't mean soft. Every company should have its own flavor of the culture that fits with its business model. But um, you want your, quote, rules that are guide rails for culture. So give me an example <laughs> Well, I, I, and I can't uh, recall the name of the company, but it's a company that recently, like you said a little earlier, they got rid of all their policies. Yeah. And they replaced it with one sentence. And it went something like, 
there will be no jerks here. So, uh, you know, it was a declaration that if you're not a good coworker, if you're a bad boss, there's no place for you here. Like this is a no jerk zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, that was uh, a pretty graphic example that it kind of sets this, it kind of puts the stake in the ground that we're going to be a culture where people naturally respect one another uh, and and collaborate and debate and at the end of the day make great decisions. I think you're reading a lot into that. Okay, tell me more. Well, it had um, an absolute quality to it. Yeah, and it felt. Um, well, what's a jerk? Well, that, as I was saying, it, uh, I think if you had four people in a room and you asked that question, you'd probably get, uh, you know, different degrees of what a jerk yeah. is. Or I mean, I, I kind of like it. I, I'm not, um, I like the clarity of it. Yeah. And, and actually it's not policy. Policy would be written under it. It's like a title. Yeah. Yeah. And. I helped a company write some guidelines for culture because they were having trouble with the following. The truth of the, that company's effectiveness is we move fast, we hit hard, we use strong language, you um, live with it or join it or whatever, but we, we move fast. It's a ton of pressure. We sometimes use strong language. We don't care if it helps relieve the tension. We're cool. It doesn't. It wasn't even that much, but it just sort of said we're going to be a little bit uh, raunchy. Well, no, I, I, and they would share it during hiring. I, we, I love the uh, the honesty and clarity of that, and it yeah. kind of puts people a choice. Yeah. What what a what a great way to essentially say, if you're good with all this and can embrace it and bring it on, we want you. And we don't want people to feel uncomfortable otherwise if they don't want it. So I, I like that clarity. Yeah, and, it, and it also said, we want the widest variety of diversity we can have. We don't care if you're he, she, <laughs> she, her. Um, we want, oh, what was the word they used? Something like we love unique, mm. Mm. something like that. But anyway, um, it set a real tone. Didn't I would think twice. I'd go, ooh, I don't know if I want to. And and that was because the business demanded it. Your your culture and your policies have to fit with the tone and the demand of the of business. Yeah, what what I, I appreciate about uh, that declaration or that the kind of the underground or foundation mm-hmm. of the culture is, um, and I, I say this whenever I'm working with a group that are uh, either crafting new policies or revising policies, I say, you know what? Unfortunately, when someone reads this, they're not going to remember a week later 95% of what they read. 
And that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it because it's really kind of a resource that that use. But think about what's the 5% that you want people to literally remember about what it means to work here and how things go around here. Because what you just said, that's going to stay with me. I'm Not only am I going to read that, I'm going to experience it in the workplace. And if it's a year later, I'm like, man, these guys true up to what they say they're going to be. Yeah, uh, and all, and I'm thinking of food retail, food retailing. Yeah, uh, in that particular business, if you were getting the job done, nobody cared where you worked or when you worked. There was mm. no punch in time, or and there was a core time when everybody had to come into the office. I think it was every two weeks, where yeah. everybody had to be together on Zoom and stuff it's a widespread company so and i i th- i would advise that you know find the catchword or like you mentioned that is your shortcut title yeah and under that what are the principles that fit with your business and then if you want to make guidelines under those fine like here's what this means so um what so thinking of food retailing what would you say for the titles the the policy would go under i think one that i have is details matter oh yeah yeah every grape counts um being on time counts being clean and safe counts. Um, but so details matter. Yeah. I, in, in, if I think about a retail environment, detail matters, uh, the, you know, the consistency of delivering the same quality level of service every time, uh, is a burden that you have, uh, in retail. So that whole idea of detail matter, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, or pleasure. Yeah, I, I think um, customer uh, is essentially the most important uh, area of getting feedback. And that's where our focus needs to be. So it's, it's somehow framing up our relationship with our customers. And I would say something like, Make every customer happy now, in the moment. Do what you have to do. And then if they give them the whole store, you can later talk. But I I would say make every customer happy in the moment. You know, it's funny that you say that because I still see uh, at Food Lion uh, that there's like an apron uh, that uh, an associate will wear, and it says, I'm here for you. And uh, I don't know if that rings a bell with you, but we actually came up with that as yeah. an affirming, you know, 25 years ago when we were looking at uh, working with customer accounts and creating a new environment in terms of the, the relationship we have yeah. with our customer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm here for you now. Yeah. That's, yep. Yeah. I, I know that I came up with this uh, 
thinking of training store employees, which was called FAST, because you have to, and it was focus, ask, solve, think. Focus, I mean, for Pete's sake, notice that customers kind of walked in the aisle or reaching up or whatever. Focus, ask if you can help solve the problem and think fast. But fast meant right now, not yeah. tomorrow, not when we refund their money, but right now. And I, so I, I liked that. <laughs> I never did anything with it. Um, okay. So let's give me another principle for food retailing. Oh, I know. What? We want you to like people. We like people. Yeah. Now, I know at this point we'd say if they can walk and talk, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> But well, uh, you know, uh, it's funny. I uh, so if I think about retail, and this kind of is the no jerk zone. Um, you know, we used to use the expression "right result, right way." So uh, what that means is not only do we want to hold you and your team accountable to what you say you're going to do, so right result, but there's no cut in the corners on how you get there other than doing it the right way, treat people with respect, uh, fold people into the decision, uh, listen with with the intention to really get where people are from. So I think in a retail environment, that store manager or that department manager, literally more so than what happens in corporate dictates the quality of that store's atmosphere, the feeling that people when they come in. And if there's someone who literally is draconian and punitive, um, it like oozes out. So yeah. right result, right way. So let's take my thing is we, we want people who like people to work here as a principle. Yeah. What is, so underneath that, what behaviors you know, that could be a lot and that means we expect you to like customers and like your colleagues yeah i when i heard you say that i i thought of connection so that liking people means that when whether it's a customer an associate my boss the boss talking to associates or being with associates, that you create some connection, not an, uh, an automatic perfunctory, oh, good morning, how are you doing? Welcome to Food Line. No, I'm talking about a genuine connection that says, hey, I like the fact that you're in my space. So even if a customer comes in and they have a problem, I used to tell the people at the customer service center, they get bummed out when someone says, oh, you got this rotten apple, I got this turkey that's rotten, smell it. I'm like, you got to get good with that. These people are coming to you because they had an issue somewhere in the store. Yes. And and you are the person who's going to make it better as opposed to like, okay, they, they never bought this here or, oh yeah, I see the date on the turkey. They bought it three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. I agree. I'm trying to think how we, 
it's how to get more specific behaviorally. So we connect, uh, you know what? Um, we connect means hello to every customer. Means uh, it can be eye contact. It doesn't have to be verbal. To me, it can be a smile, a gesture. Mm -hmm. So how would you, okay, uh, we expect communication to solve problems. Yeah. With customers, with colleagues, and with your boss. And, and there's no faking it. Um, we expect what then? No faking would be, we expect. You know, yeah. I, we expect that while we're all different and some people are more comfortable being in a group or one-on-one -on -one with the customer, even if you're one of those people that doesn't feel comfortable, we expect you to create this environment around you that tells the person, conveys to the person, I see you, uh, if you have a question, I'm approachable. Um, because I don't want to make someone who's a, a real extreme uh, introvert feel that- I have, I have a couple in my family, right. Yeah. Even introverts, most teachers are introverted, by the way, and they- not in the classroom. So I'm talking about going from a grand, and by, and by the way, Foodline right now, I think has um, a slogan about one egg, the difference one egg. Can oh, yeah. Make. yeah. Yeah. I think and it's called the, uh, the million dollar egg. Right. Uh, and it's cracked. That, yeah. That could be the title. Well, and then you have your principles, but then you do want, some behavioral examples that smell yeah. real. And you want it written so I would say that a third grader, Ollie, your grandson, could read it. And, and get, get it. it. Mm -hmm. mm. And not because people are not smart, but because you want it as, as clear and simple as you can make it. And not, not make it weigh more than it needs to weigh. Make it... Um, Taylor, it's a design of behavior. Taylor made behavior for this company and culture. So I, I have um, kind of a, uh, what I'd say, uh, really um, opposite. So I've shifted in our conversation about how I see policies. <laughs> we started with thinking, I started with thinking, of traditional policies where you talk about, you know, getting onboarded and, and what are the rules of the road and what benefits do you get? And what's really become present in the last 10 minutes, we have focused all of our conversation about what is the most important aspect of how we relate with our customers. So my, my kind of backward way of looking at policies I, I would literally put the things that we've been discussing front and center. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, if you forget everything about what we're going to tell you in the next two hours, here's the thing that we're hoping that you'll take away with you. And whether it's the egg, whether it's the connection, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, details matter. I almost see that as being the principal elements of creating the culture and somehow differentiating it from 
you know, whether it's leave of absence, whether it be bereavement, and all those other uh, pay and non-pay benefits. Mm-hmm. Would you know, hang on a minute, what was I going to say? Oh, we are talking as if this has to be written. There uh, are, yeah, and so just there are 10,000 ways, especially video or Zoom or whatever, to show it in action or to... Um, highlight someone who did it just right mm, I love that. once a week somebody yeah it's it's possible so i just wanted to say do not think written think uh, principles and how you show yeah. them and of course yeah. there's nothing better than a store manager who demonstrates them well i i, I think that I, I think just whether you say it, whether you use pictures, I think the what lands the real meaning of a particular policy is having it put in action. Like, actually, here's the situation, given what we just said, how might you handle it, you know, or to have people role model. I mean, to me, that's pretty dynamic uh, and not written. So... I'll switch for a minute. Given some of what we talked about, does that give you good legal defense? Because I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of some uh, rather grotesque examples yeah. that we had to deal with. So I'm and and we've so, had people we and that there were people that sued who usually did not win. But what what about the role of policy as legal defense? That's well, what I, it's it's. I'm glad you brought that up because you talked about having a policy committee. Uh, we we talked about having a policy committee, and I always had legal representation as a person who brought that perspective. And their job wasn't, I mean, they could play in the sandbox fully, but their lens was, where are we at risk? So if I think about uh, discipline, or if I think about compliance with uh, wage and hour laws, uh, or, you know, other laws, I would want them to make sure that we put something in writing that conveys to the associate Here's what we expect. Like a, a great example at retail is people have to be paid for every hour that they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a, in a business where detail matters, if someone says, I know that I'm only supposed to work eight hours today and I'm going to go punch out after eight hours and finish my job. To me, there's a great example where you end up putting the company in real legal jeopardy. Um, and so to me, I would want to have a, a legal point of view to make sure how uh, the, that we convey how serious this is. Yeah, and I think that um, the policy guidelines that create a, a culture that fits the company and fits the associate 
is part of policy. And the next, I think I would say, thou shalt not. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Here's what, here's what we want and here's what we don't want. We don't want you to eat product <laughs> from the store. Because I was at the opening yeah. of the warehouse in um, New York and I hadn't eaten for eight hours and they were setting up beautiful displays of food and I almost took a banana and and I had two people come running over and say you can't do that that's stealing <laughs> and I said How? but I can't buy it they said go in the hallway and get some potato chips I said okay <laughs> you know I was I was new -ish, no, but still in that setting it showed how deep that rule was because yes. obviously we I wasn't in a store obviously the product was on display for the big wigs that were going to come and open the um, warehouse so um I think in a yeah a food tailing a food retailing if you were going to have your list of don't you dare don't you dare be late yeah I, I, so I love the thou shalt not uh, and and or don't you dare you, or whatever where you say don't you dare but, and, and and there's probably a handful so it's not you're going to have a three page list uh, it's really the top five or ten things that literally are going to derail your career with this company do not make any one feel threatened yeah by your personal behavior. Or your behavior. Yeah, I, I would think hostile workplace, um, anything that relates. Yeah, I mean, you have to have kind of those pretty strong. Right, but you don't have to word, you don't have to word them like they're hostile. Well, you know, you bring up a good point. And I, I think we've uh, worked around the fringes about what I'm about to say. The tone, and so I'm thinking written policy, the tone. Uh, often sets the the stage for how you're seen as an employee or how I want to be seen as the boss. And I think it's got to feel collaborative. It's got to feel we. Um, and it's it has to be respectful that, you know, these are people that are adults. They have complex lives. So we don't have to treat them like there's someone that's coming into a third grade class. Sorry. And, third I, and I, you know, I, I would have the written just because I would, but I would do most of it in video in some way, shape, or form. I like that. I mean, because certainly. You reproduce it once every three years, maybe. And yeah. and to give a flavor of different voices. Totally agree. We're close to time. Um, <laughs> oh. 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 We want to make up for not being here the last week. We want to just keep going, but no, we later. don't. I want a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no. you know, uh, policy is uh, it's conundrum. It's important, conundrum. it's important, and and you have to give it the attention. And it starts with looking at what are you talking to about uh, the company to new employees now, and how does that marry or true up? To the way things really go around here. So that would be my final, uh, I guess, suggestion to our listeners. Mine is view it as guideline for culture. 
your policy should not feel generic. It should feel just like a design for behavior for your company and your culture. I'm done. Me too. We appreciate everyone that joined us today and want to throw out a challenge. And that is to look closely, not only at your own policies, but look very critically of the things that Joyce and I shared. And if you want to add something, disagree with us, please reach out. My email is bob at liveoakcoach.com. Let me know what you think, and maybe we'll actually even have you come visit the show. So until next time, be well and be safe.